listening to Out, About, and Abroad, a travel and outdoor podcast. Join us for stories about travel and destinations, information to help you plan a trip, and inspiration to add places to your list. From short trips around our home state to vacations across the country or travels to the other side of the world, we'll share all about our journeys. I'm Andy, and you'll be hearing from me and my friends and people I meet along the way. I hope you'll join us. Hello, and welcome to episode three. I'm talking with my BFF, Erin, about a recent trip that we just went on to Guatemala. We'll give you a quick overview, and then we'll jump into some background information about Guatemala, and then into our day-by-day. So, Erin, who went on this trip? So, we went as a girls trip. Myself, our good friend Beth, and Andy. What highlights did this trip include? So, we only had about a week, so we hopped around to only a couple of locations. We really wanted to see the Mayan ruins. We went to a crater lake and colonial towns with markets and lots of good food. Mm -hmm. Where were those places? Um, We went to Flores is where we started out. Um, That was the island near Tikal where the Mayan ruins were. Then we traveled to Lake Atitlan for a few days and then over to Antigua till we flew out from Guatemala City. When did we go? This was over our February school break, so it was mid-February 2023. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. And why did we pick this location? Andy picked it, really. <laughs> I had seen it on the back of like a travel magazine on an airplane. It looked really nice. <laughs> but That's why it was an easy sell. <laughs> Andy really uh, took the lead on that. After I took a trip to Belize and my tour guide... Shout out to Fidelio. He was raving about the ruins at Tikal, at all of the Mayan ruins that we went to in Belize, and so that was what put it on the list. And then when I saw pictures of Lake Atitlan, saw that it was kind of backpackery, I was sold. It really just has anything you're looking for, from jungle to ruins to beaches to... There was a fourth thing. But... Food, probably. <laughs> Probably so those food. are those are all the things that you could ever really want. That's fair. And all there. That's fair. And how did we get there? Um, we flew out of Toronto. That's just like our closest big international hub mm-hmm. that we always fly out of. Um, had a layover in Newark, and then flew into uh, Guatemala City. So yeah. the flight to Guatemala City from Newark wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's like. I think it was four, three to four hours. Yeah, like four hours. Six hours total. Long enough to get a pretty good nap. Yes. Our flights were not cheap because it was spring, no, sorry, February break. So we had to fly home on a weekend, which is always a bad choice. But um, a lot of other times of the year, flights are under $400, even out of Rochester, actually, which would have been cool. From New York City, there's plenty of flight deals between $200 and $300. So if you're not a teacher or someone with a family in school yes you could go pretty cheaply absolutely so guatemala if you're not familiar where it is on a map it's located south of mexico belize is to the east there's a really small portion of caribbean coast i want to say it's like 40 miles stretch of coast um and then if we're going clockwise honduras and el salvador to the south and then the pacific ocean 
borders on the west. People in Guatemala speak Spanish and also Mayan languages in some places. There's a lot of Mayan villages and people are still following a lot of Mayan traditions. What's the currency? Uh, the currency they use there is the Quetzal. Um, and it is really pretty money oh, yeah. everywhere else That's except for the U.S. has very colorful and pretty money. Yeah. Not as colorful as the Quetzal bird. And yes, it's named after their national bird. Um, we found the exchange rate was great. Um, yes. Everything we bought, food, yeah. travel, like taxis, yeah. was much cheaper than we're used to here in the U.S. So it's a great place to go if you're on a budget. Absolutely. It's um, seven quetzales to one U.S. dollar right now. So, um, yeah, food costs maybe $10 a meal, unless you're eating street food, then way less. Our, we had hostels that cost $15 a night. Even our hotel rooms, one of them was like a private room for 70 bucks for the night. We split that three ways. The nice one we stayed in was mm, closer to 170 a night. But here, that would have been like 350 bucks. I feel like. Yeah, for a resort. Indeed. It was very nice. Um, so weather, climate varies across Guatemala. The highlands where Antigua and Lake Atizlan are located is known as Land of Eternal Spring. So it's really sunny. Um, it's not too hot, but the, the sun is intense, but the nights are really cool. And when you step into the shade, you cool down immediately. And then in the lowlands of Peten, up in the north, which is where you'll find Tikal, it's a lot hotter. It doesn't cool off at night so much. It was a little more humid. Uh, the one day we were, when we were there, it was forecasted to be in the 90s, but it didn't actually get that hot. So that was kind of a relief. That was going to be a little bit shocking coming from oh, New right. York, February. And Tikal. Yeah, because it's yeah. a nice dry heat, so you're not... It wasn't too bad. I think it was a little muggier, but really not bad. Yeah. At least not this time of year. So again, we were there in February. Um, yeah, those are our basics. So let's go there. We landed in the airport very late. And, ooh, let's tell them about getting to the airport. Heads up for Flying Air Canada. Oh, yeah. What was that like? They were, like, definitely, we were suspecting they were, like, trying to find money penny pinching you in any way they could yeah they were cracking down and we all had reasonably sized backpacks like 45 liter backpacks i think yeah and they wanted us to check them they would they stopped us at the at the gate to try and get us to or at the um, yeah, tsa the, yeah at the tsa to check to yeah. tell us to check them yeah which i've never experienced before so yeah. that was, was weird yeah three of them standing guard making everybody put their bag in the like uh check to see if her bag fits and my bag barely fit your bag mine did after so but we had to work. rearrange yeah um and then they actually took out my okay i think that the reason why they took out my liquids is because i tried to fly with us small can of bug spray like it was 3.4 ounces which is the max but it was aerosol so I was wondering if they were gonna see that and I shouldn't have probably put it with the rest of my liquids because then they dumped all my liquids out and told me I needed to fit them in this one quart bag that they had and I just had never seen that and our friends you you and Beth had way more liquids in your stuff than me but they just didn't get flagged they were they were taking apart everyone's stuff trying to get their liquids out which I've also never seen before yeah 
That was surprising. But so, we learned a nice trick from a girl we met at a hostel, and she said um, she separates her liquids into separate bags and then also puts them in separate bins to go through <laughs> yeah, TSA. the um, scanner because yeah. then they don't know if it belongs to one person or two people, so you end yeah. up getting to bring more. That was smart. Thanks. We'll definitely use that in the Thanks. future. Thanks, girl from the hostel. Um, yes, so we stayed in, if you're looking for a place to stay in Guatemala City that's close to the airport, nice and safe, has um, an airport taxi if you like, which probably cost us $15, but it was literally a four-minute drive, and we are, we arrived really late. Guatemala City has um, a reputation for not being a very safe place. Obviously, any places you go, there will be safe neighborhoods and unsafe neighborhoods, but just to be safe, we got the airport taxi and we wanted to just stay really close to the airport because we were going back to the airport in the morning so it was a cute place we had a a bed we had a sorry we had a room that had four double beds in it it was huge it was huge and there were only three of us that was one of the only nights we got a lot of people in there yeah you definitely could have fit seven or eight people there was a shared bathroom um but that was cute so hostel donde regina it was 73 20 for our room split three ways not bad Next morning, we headed straight back to the airport. Where were we going, Erin? So when we left um, our hostel, we got to see Guatemala City in the daylight, and it was not scary at all. (laughs) I mean, again, we were a block from the airport. Yeah, so driving through, like, the neighborhoods that we did see looked completely fine. But we had not known anyone who had been there before, so we were a little worried. While we were there, we met a couple people. Yeah. And they said it was fine. But again, always Seems like a place I'd probably stay for a couple of days if I went back. But okay, I don't know if I would. Um, so yeah, we went, took a flight, um, a nine a.m. flight to Flores. Why did we fly and not drive? Um, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> because the drive was gonna be twelve hours, so the. And 12 probably means 20. Well, it, technically, <laughs> I think they said technically it would be like 6 if it was oh, okay. decent roads. But it, it takes people It takes people like 10 to 12 hours to get there. Um, one of the guys we talked to had driven up and he said, I forget what he said he got stopped by, but something was, something was in his route or slowed him down. And again, yeah, he lost a couple hours. So driving oh, around protest. Guatemala can be a little hectic and unpredictable so we did not want to spend 12 hours in the car so we took a flight which cost round trip i think it was 160 dollars so a shuttle would have likely been cheaper but it would have been 12 hours both ways. and we did that pretty last minute i think we probably could have gotten them cheaper that's true we, we... we could have possibly yes we flew tag airlines was the like guatemalan airline so it was a little plane uh 13 rows we got there two hours early and like had way too much time. Yeah, very small airport. Um, we asked the guy in the hostel how early should we get there for flying to Flores, and he said they two gave hours. us the classic two yeah. hours before answer. I said really did not need two hours. Yeah, definitely did not need two hours. Obviously, good to be safe, but um, so they they like checked our baggage on this because the overhead bins were very small on this little flight, um, and it flies into Mundo Maya International Airport which is international because it flies to Merida and Cancun and Belize City. Hmm. So international. Honestly, that's probably more flights than Rochester 
international airport. Yes, internationally. <laughs> um, when we landed, it literally looked like we pulled up to an elementary school. This building mm-hmm. was so small. It was very cute. One room inside. Um, well, I guess in the baggage area. So from there, you take a taxi into Flores. What'd that cost us? Um, so to get to Flores from the airport, it was really quick. It was like 15 minutes and 30 quetzals per person. It seemed like every taxi there was charging about the exact same amount. Yeah. It was pretty standard. Like sometimes you want to shop around, but it seemed like they were all really like standardized. Yeah. Yep, I'm sure. They're all going to the same place. You can't really drive into the town of Flores. It's like a small colonial little village on an island. So it has the like crazy old cobblestone streets. So they like drop you off on the outside of the town and you walk in. But it's totally walkable. Um, So we dropped off our bags at Los Amigos Hostel. What was that hostel like, Gary? Yeah, we had to walk like probably... I don't know, eight minutes yeah. from where we got dropped off to find our hostel on some kind of like little windy cobblestone streets, which I would love to be on right now. Colorful buildings. But when we got to our hostel, it was just like the cutest place we'd ever seen. Like Lovely. indoor, outdoor, when you walk inside, like little gardens and bungalow hanging plants and hammocks and just like the most tropical thing you've ever seen <laughs> it was so beautiful super colorful like walls painted as you'll see all over guatemala yeah we loved it we're all about the plants um, we had a private room there so we yes. didn't meet like we didn't meet people in our room we didn't stay with anyone there yeah and the private bathroom which is nice but definitely um they had a lot of private rooms too at least 10 and strangely enough you saw a lot of families like older people which is something i haven't seen a lot of going to hostels yeah there were like travelers in their 40s and 50s yeah and a lot of people our age like in their 30s that seemed to be on their laptops doing work doing maybe like schoolwork. i don't know what they were really doing but it seems like maybe they're there for more extended stays yeah there's like a there's like a treehouse type like dorm room in the center. There's a couple of dorm rooms there as well. Lots of bathrooms. Um, pro tip: Oh yeah, this is a place where you don't flush the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's good to know going to another country. So it's really nice when you have a private bathroom, but also can have other bathrooms for situations mm-hmm. where you don't want the toilet paper <laughs> to stay in your room all day or for two or three days. Um, so that was nice. So lots of bathrooms. And then we, so we couldn't actually, we couldn't actually check into our room yet. We dropped off our bags. So they have a place for you to store their bags. Uh, they, to store your bags. Um, in case you're in the same situation we were in. We went to lunch at a place called Maple and Tocino, which was amazing. That was a great way to start off. Absolutely. The trip. We all ordered a meal. And we ordered a crepe. And with ice I think cream. I ordered two meals. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did order two meals. And a crepe. <laughs> a crepe for the table. It was so good. Oh my gosh. Um, so, highly would recommend Maple and Tocino. Um, we wandered around some more. And when you walk to the streets that like go down to the water, because again, we're, we're on a lake, 
and um, it's a little island and a lake. So all the streets that go down to the water, there's guys sitting down there with these long open boats called lanchas, and they want to take you for a tour around the lake. So there was, we walked down to like see the view, and there's a guy there on a lancha, and he's like, let me take you over to the lookout. Like, I'll take you for a nice ride around the lake. And we're like, hmm, yeah, maybe. So we decided on it. I think that it cost... Was it ADQ per person? It's like eleven dollars. Right. Yeah. Eleven dollars like about a, a person. We, at first we were like, What? But then we're like, Oh wait, that's like yeah. really cheap for an hour boat ride. Yeah, and we like <laughs> went over to talk and thought about it. We're like, I mean, why not? We had heard about the lookout. Like it wasn't like this guy just, you know, made up something to do. Like it, it wasn't like, Oh, this guy told us he'd take us out on a boat and we just said sure. Like we had heard that this is an activity to do. And we decided to do it. And where'd we go with him? Where'd we go from there? Um, well, he offered to like <laughs> have us play music on our phones oh, and hook right. up to a speaker, but I don't think we ended up doing that. But he was really cool. That's true. He was nice. Um, he took us around, told us some stories that we, in like really tough yeah, English to understand so I gotta look into what some of those stories were about but a lot yeah, of like the, urban not the urban horse ones, but with like the broken ankle myths yeah myths about the area maybe not myths maybe real things that happened but they seemed like myths um yeah, so we, we went to like a lookout point he told us <laughs> that he'd wait there for us in the boat <laughs> while we went up and hiked up this kind of weird looking spot and then yeah. we kept going. We're like, are we ever going to get there? He told us it was five minutes up here. And we're like well, out of shape and sweating and taking a little was, bit longer. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, but yeah, he like dropped us off. I was like, okay, you're going to go up there. You're going to have to sign into this book. You're going to go up to the lookout. I'll be here for 25 minutes. And we start walking away and it's just silent. And we're like, uh, are there any other people here? Are we just alone in the jungle? Being sent up a mountain. Yeah, what do we do? Where? But then this couple came down the path in front of us we were like oh okay good and when we got up there there was a man standing at the book they were just kind of logging how many people were coming in um yeah the lookout itself was like a little what even was it it was like, like a, a staircase few flights up into like a little it was just like a colorful little two-story treehousey stand looking yeah, thing tree stand it was cute worth it for something to do it was a nice view yeah there was a family up there when we got there they was hanging out mostly locals we were we didn't stay to enjoy the view because we were worried our launcher driver was gonna leave us stranded <laughs> yeah well we were like i mean we hadn't paid him yet so we figured oh, he probably wouldn't right. leave us stranded but he did say 25 oh no you know what it was we had to stand in line for like eight or nine minutes to sign the book well everyone signed the book because it was they wanted all of your information for some reason they did they wanted like your nationality <laughs> and age group and phone, phone number, number and stuff uh yes what else did we learn he told us there were crocodiles mm-hmm. i looked it I up i haven't been totally sure about that and i didn't believe it i looked it up while i was writing these notes there are, there are oh yep there are two species of crocodiles yeah actually turns out that was something to haunt your <laughs> dreams of swimming in the lake uh it was fine we swam in the lake we didn't get bit some swam, some fell into the lake. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> um, we went to dinner at Nativo, it was called. It was very good. 
yeah, we had just like happened upon it as we were walking around the streets and we're like, wow, mm-hmm. that looks really five star restaurant esque. So we wanted to check that out and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was very delicious. Um, I definitely have pictures of the food that I can post, I believe. It was right on the it was on the last like it was on the outside street, so it was overlooking the oh, the sunset. That reminds me of so like we are looking over the lake at dinner but also on one end of the island all of the streets were flooded with water well not all of the outside street, yeah right? this like the normal streets and like all the lamp posts are underwater yeah. because i guess every what is it like 23 years oh, the island floods yeah that was part of the things that we maybe didn't quite get the, the full correct. story on yes. yeah so it was pretty funny yeah. some parts were a little bit flooded it didn't really impede too much you could go around the side streets but yeah a lot of the establishments had like put pallets out to like walk over it like they were definitely prepared for this or it had just been going on long enough that they built like walkways over it but yes lots of tadpoles makes for very slippery streets <laughs> lots of algae growing <laughs> okay we'll come back to that <laughs> Um, so our day ended with, with, um, hanging out at our hostel and there's like a, there's like a restaurant and a bar there, but then there's also a nightclub in the back. So whoever, someone that worked there came around with these little like free shot in the nightclub cards. Yeah. Like I mentioned, there was some families staying there, but it was definitely like mostly a young people kind of place. Like it, it could do both, but there was... It, it had all the amenities you'd want as, like, a young person traveling and yes. trying to make friends. Yeah, it was cool, though, that they had, like, the restaurant bar, and then the nightclub was separate. It was actually behind these three heavy doors. You couldn't hear any of the music outside of the nightclub. Yeah. When you, like, walked through, you, like, with each door, it got louder and louder. Or, like, when you left, yeah. each door got quieter and quieter. So, yeah, it was, we were like, what's back behind these doors? Really? Really? There's a nightclub back here? Yeah. So we are like, going to this walkway with all these doors. Um, but yeah, there was like a smoke machine that like the bartender kept having to stop what she was doing and be like, I have to do this, <laughs> trigger the smoke, the fog machine. And there were lasers. There was this weird like grotto part in the back where like, instead of just like a wall that ended the building, it was, it was like a cavey. Like bleachers. It was weird. And they like built bleachers up into it. Yeah. That was interesting. That was the smoking section, even though it was all inside. Um, yeah, it was cool. They had foosball and cup pong, and was there another game? I don't recall. That might have been all. I just remember seeing the pong. The pong, yes. We joined two guys, Justin and William, and we taught them how to play pong. Well, Aaron went to bed. I didn't trust them. <laughs> if you're listening. They're very nice. I like you now, but... <laughs> Justin and William, you're great. Um, Aaron went to bed because she didn't like the smoke. And you were just tired from the day. I don't think you slept well the night before. I didn't sleep at all the night before. Oh, gosh. Nothing wrong with the hostel we were at. I just couldn't sleep. Had issues. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Beth and I stayed up and played Pong, and Aaron went to bed. But we all, we went to bed kind of early, too, because we had to go to Teak Hall in the morning. So um, we organized our tour with the hostel, and we woke up in the morning for our tea call tour. So we we organized a ten o'clock tour. It cost hundred and thirty Q per person for the bus. 
and then another 150 per person for the like entrance to the park and the guide that came with that so i'm doing the math real quick that was approximately forty dollars total per person yeah not bad at all it was like an hour and a half drive i think yeah um so we left at 10 o'clock in the morning um we read that you need to bring your passport so i asked the travel agent do we need to bring our passport i saw that we need to bring our passport and he and she said no just any id don't bring your passport because you don't want to lose it when you get to the gate it definitely says you absolutely need to have a passport but our regular driver IDs yeah, were they fine. Didn't, they didn't care. Yeah, that <laughs> seemed to be totally fine. We did have pictures of our passport anyway, just to be safe, just in general. Um, but yeah, so we used our ID to buy those tickets. But if you don't have an ID, they I don't think that they would let you in. I truly think you do need an ID of some yeah. sort. What other tips do we have for going to T-Call? Um, so we brought food with us. They, like, we got food from our hostel that morning that Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, we have to have something to bring with us because we're going to be there all day and who knows what's there. But when you get there, you have, like, a 30-minute stop at this restaurant where you can get, like, takeout. You can get, like, sandwiches and stuff. I don't know what that food was like because we didn't end up getting any of it. Or how expensive it was because I know that we read, like, oh, bring your own food. It's so expensive in the park. But I think that that might just be relative. They had, like, french fries and, like, sandwiches. It didn't look that expensive, but also didn't look great. Our hostel did, like, two picnic lunches for this purpose. But that's one thing that like you never know what the food situation is going to be like and when we were inside the park there were stops for water yeah there were stops for soda chips yeah, so that's you, true. you like i was so worried about bringing a huge thing of water so i'd have it all day but there were plenty of opportunities throughout the park to buy water and snacks okay good to know yeah um bring bug spray there were some little things biting our ankles but oh. i think that was all well, there was a little boy who sat on the ground and got covered in right. fire ants, and oh. they were just dumping water, stripped him up. naked, yeah. and dumping water all over him. Oh. Yeah. So don't sit on the ground and yeah. have a picnic. Yeah, be careful of fire ants. <laughs> um, obviously sunscreen, but there's, like, some of it is out in the open, but some of it is forested as well. It's not, like, if you've been to Chichen Itza, which is just in, in the open, it's not that sunny. There's places you can... Yes go to avoid the heat there's trees yes (laughs) definitely um our guide was provided by the park like i said and we were not it was not the best tour guide we've ever had i wasn't the most impressed he Um, didn't have great he didn't have the interesting stories that i had hoped for learning about like mayan history like i had a guide in machu picchu and he just told us the coolest stories the whole time we were there yeah this guy was more like kind of like here's what this is yeah that's what this is this is what this is go ahead and explore yeah um so if you had i guess i didn't look and to see if there were other i don't like i don't think i don't i i assume you don't have to use the parks guides i assume there's other setups where maybe you can go on a tour with your own guide likely and i would maybe suggest that if if you find that that's an option but again maybe some of the other guides were fantastic um and we just had a more introverted guide potentially um it was busy but but not 
not like uncomfortably busy by any means like I, I, went, I just went to Chichen Itza and Tulum on the like Christmas New Year's holiday break and that was wild and this probably had like a quarter or a fifth of the people yeah like we'd be at one of the stops like I forget what they call them but like the different like plazas plazas and like there'd be like four or five buildings sometimes to go see and you could go over to a building and like one of them would be pretty much empty and yeah you'd have it to yourself yeah you were pretty well spread out and again we went at 10 o'clock so we were right in the middle of the day and it so it really wasn't bad um and I, I think it was one of the high seasons for travel so um that was nice it was nice that it wasn't crowded I again so tea call is what like put this on the map for us I was super excited to go I really like the the Petin style of the Mayan temples which are the ones that are more narrow like the pyramids that are more narrow and they have um the the roof comb like that big square part on top is called a roof comb hmm. I didn't know that at all now I'm putting together that the lake the lake's name was wasn't it Petan? Petanitsa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Petanitsa. Um yeah, Petan is that whole area. Or like I think maybe even the state might be called Petan. Hmm. Um and that yeah, that's the that's the style. Um they have like a one prominent staircase and I guess smaller interior spaces. I looked that up, but we don't really go inside them anyway. Um, and I like it because they, they like rise up to the canopy of the jungle. I'm moving my hands like people can see me as I'm describing <laughs> these. And they just like, like they peek over the top of the canopy. And I don't know. I just. Yeah. There was cool. a few of them where you were looking down on the canopy or even looking down and seeing other buildings yeah. popping out through the canopy. Yes. Because you can climb some of them. You can't climb the Jaguar Temple anymore, which is the famous temple um, that you would probably see pictures of if you looked up Tikal. But the temple across from it, temple number two, has like a, a big wooden staircase that you can and you can climb up it and get a really good view of the Jaguar Temple. And then temple four is the biggest and you can climb that one. And that one like towers over the jungle and that's the one you, yeah, you look out. Cool. Yeah, you look out there and you see temple one, which is a Jaguar Temple and temple two and temple three. Um, and that one, temple four, is the one, if you're familiar with Star Wars, that is that's where whatever oh, right. I haven't seen it, but I know Star Wars was filmed there. Um, that's Temple Four, and then the last part of it that we went to see was the Lost World. This was the first plaza to be built in Tikal and the last to be abandoned. Um, and you climb this really steep set of stairs. That was the toughest one to climb. I mean, it wasn't like tough. Oh, it was yeah, just that one was like, really steep. I'm doing trying to backtrack in my mind of like where was each of these places. Yeah. Yes. That was really steep with the big like open observation deck. Yeah. On mm-hmm. top. Yeah. If you go there for the sunset tour, I think this is the one where they watch a sunset from mm-hmm. from the temple in the um, the Lost World Pyramid, I think it was called. Um, yeah, it was cool. We Temple of the Skulls was that like really pretty one we were taking pictures in front of that was like mossy and smaller, but mm-hmm. I really like the that same one. stop. Yeah. Yeah. Right across from the Lost World Pyramid. It was really beautiful. It was serene. It was I don't know. I just think it's so cool to be there seeing this piece of history that's been just left behind amongst the jungle. Yeah. Um, and like seeing that there are still some like you walk past some that are still covered 
in mosses and plants and are have yeah, not been uncovered at all have not been excavated at all yeah. so it's like this is how they were found yeah and then they get put back together and the ones you're seeing are like ones that have been put back together a bit but you can still see some of the original ones that haven't been uncovered it just looks like a big mound yeah it's like a big hill <laughs> like a big hill and it's like oh there's like, something under there temple underneath that um, one of the ones, the first one we came up to, we're like walking past this big hill. Oh yeah, I just thought it was like, men. yeah, those I, have, I don't know what I thought it was. It's just a hill. Those two, there were two men just on the side of it, just with machetes, like cutting the grass. Whacking. And then when you go around to the front, it's a temple with yeah, like the, the front whole staircase excavated. excavated. Yeah, it was wild. That was a cool way to start the tour. So yeah, again, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it was getting hot in the sun, but it really wasn't it that bad but definitely bring sunscreen definitely make sure you're drinking water taking shade breaks um if it was 95 degrees it probably would have been a little much but we were kind of worried um doing like a tour in the middle of the day if it was going to be too hot if we were going to wish we did a sunrise or sunset but it it went really well for us it was great yeah um we got back to flores in right around dinner time kind of early dinner maybe i don't know was it early I don't recall at this point. I thought we ate an early dinner, but maybe it was just earlier than our other dinners. Um, it we, seems like we had plans for a second dinner and then we never got it. Possible. <laughs> like we were like, let's get tacos later, and <laughs> then right. we never did. That's true. So I think we were. It wasn't. It wasn't very late that we got back, and we went straight to a restaurant. We went to Restaurante Raíces, and they we got like this whole big like meat platter that looked really amazing. And I think that the only reason why we didn't really enjoy the meal was because we were <laughs> the idiots that ordered three types of potatoes for us. And they were all very plain. They were very plain potatoes. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't order three types of potatoes. Yeah. The meat was good. It would have been better if we had more like tortillas, if we had gotten guacamole as a side. Yeah. If we, yeah. But then the elote was just plain corn. That's so. true. That was sad. But maybe we very misleading. <laughs> maybe they saw us and thought that we looked like girls that would want plain corn. That's fair. Yeah. So we don't know. We're not gonna hold that against them. Um, you could try it out. Still, it looked very. The and they have good. a like sister restaurant. You can take a, um, a lancha across the lake. Oh yeah. And then they had another restaurant that looked really cool. A really cool building and it was across the lake and apparently they will take you there from like the from the island from oh, flores yeah someone told right. me that nice and Thought that you. one that had, good, <laughs> that had good reviews yeah yeah i think that one looked better honestly okay good to know if we had more time <laughs> so after that we got cleaned up we went out for drinks for the night we went to isla de flores hotel and had some drinks on their rooftop bar so this is really pretty white building with like teal flowers painted on it it's a it looks like a really nice place to stay um mm -hmm. lots of lots of hotel rooms there it was like five floors or something yeah you have to climb seemed. up quite a few floors to get to the rooftop bar yeah so we had some fancy looking drinks there um and then we went over to sky bar which is along that street it's on the same street it's like right next to nativo um that kind of overlooks the lake at this point, it was dark, so you couldn't really see much. And we met Justin and William from the first night, who Aaron learned to trust and love. <laughs> I thought they were getting paid by the place to play pong with us. Because so, I, I said, "Why?" I said, "Why are you here?" And he says, "Oh, I work here." No, and I thought he meant he worked at oh, the place, but he just works in Guatemala. 
yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's why he was in guatemala gotcha but yeah that's so fair. i was like okay this is creepy you're getting paid to play kong with us uh-uh. <laughs> i'm leaving they were not that was not what was happening they were not getting paid they were just hanging out misunderstanding misunderstanding so that was cleared up we hung out at Sky Bar until we turned around and noticed that the bartender fell asleep at the bar. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay. Um, there was one point where Justin had asked if we went swimming in the lake because apparently if you drink a little bit of the water, then you're destined to come back. And of course, I was like, nope, but we're going swimming tonight. Definitely didn't want to drink the water after seeing like all of the, the, flooding. <laughs> the flooding and like the... The grates, like the sewage pipes that lead into it. Yeah. yeah, we were like, you know, this is how sewage gets into the water when water levels are this high. But after um, an evening, we didn't care anymore and decided, no, we love a good night swim. We're going swimming in the lake. Some of us decided that. Oh. Some of us accidentally <laughs> slipped on the algae and got soaked from head to toe and then... <laughs> And fell again. <laughs> and then at that point, I was like, I may as well just jump in because now I have to. If you aren't good at navigating your legs, <laughs> you have to. Well, I guess you could have just carefully walked through the water, but we tried to I jump. tried so carefully. <laughs> I was holding Erin's hand, I was like, all right, now just jump up on this ledge. <laughs> You ever see those videos where a cat is going to try and jump on a table and then it jumps and it falls so short? That's what happened. Just slashed it the table. It felt unreal, but... Yeah, Aaron went swimming with the tadpoles in the flooded street. Yeah. Um, yeah, we... The rest of us went swimming in the actual lake. It was really warm. It was very warm. We <laughs> swam for like an hour. We picked up a couple of bottles of wine and one single four loco. So our new friends could try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, a four Very local. important. American you know, culture. Indeed. Um, yeah, the lake was very warm. It was very nice. There was this nice little, it was like a little bar. The last bar to close was like playing American country music. And we were just sitting on the dock, like playing, getting to oh, know yeah, the games. yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> You were wet. The country music. You were wet. It's street. not heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was too funny. We, um, yeah. That was fantastic. I laughed harder that night at so many things, I think, than I had laughed in a while. We, um, yeah, eventually walked Aaron home. <laughs> you fell again. And then <laughs> just a couple more scrapes. <laughs> we walked Aaron home, and, and Beth and I took off our wet clothes, got changed real quick, and then went back out, hung out for a little bit longer. To be fair, to bed. you know, you walked me home at... 3 a.m. So, you know, you make friends. Just have to go out for a couple again. more hours. Just, we, we actually went out for like 45 more minutes. I think we were back in bed by 4.30. Um, then we had to wake up at 6.30 to fly back to Guatemala City. But totally worth it. Sometimes the days are just not long enough and they have to go into the night. So that ended our time in Flores. Um, we had organized a hotel taxi ahead or uh, we organized a taxi through our hostel ahead of time we asked them to get us a taxi for what time like seven o'clock in the morning um again we got there way earlier than we needed to get there to the one room schoolhouse airport Mm -hmm. (laughs) um 
again, we, we had to check our bags for these little regional flights. So we got there, dropped off our bags. You and Beth had breakfast. My tummy was a little un- unhappy. Mm. I wasn't ready for oh, breakfast. I missed the breakfasts. Homemade yeah. tortillas, eggs, beans, salsa. Yeah. Ugh. Guacamole. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Guacamole all day. Um, yes, it was delicious. Um, we landed. Oh, then things got complicated. We landed in Guatemala City, and our plan was to take one of the shuttles to um, Panajachel on Lake Atitlan because we were going to San Pedro on Lake Atitlan and one way to navigate Lake Atitlan is you go to Panajachel and then you take those lancha boats to all the towns on the lake but we get there and we go up to the shuttle guy we're like can we go to Pana and he goes no not no not today <laughs> we're like, like, wait you're me? the only shuttle guy in the airport <laughs> that has me? a sign excuse for Panajachel <laughs> Yeah, so he explained that there was like a demonstration, there was a protest, and the the highways were closed. We could not go today. We're like, sir, we paid for our hotel in we advance. We have seven days here. Yeah. We need to go today. This is our most expensive hotel. We would like to go today. So he was trying to be like, no, I'll take you to Antigua, and then maybe later the highways open and we can go, but, I, but we can't go now. I'm not going now. Um, so that was a little wrench in our plans and he like, even showed us on? a video on facebook of like yeah. the protests but we were like no we we're like, let's call the be another road <laughs> yes so we're like okay well let's call the hotel so we called yeah we called our um hotel we were staying in in san pedro and first i was like are the highways closed there's like no like um well you're kind of far away so maybe he doesn't know the highways are closed but maybe the highways aren't closed i'm not sure so we asked like can we get a shuttle to um the hotel we have a room he's like when he's like now <laughs> it's like oh wow okay let me see and ended up our call dropped and he texted us back and said that they could have someone there in 45 minutes and i was like okay cool the highways aren't closed but i think i don't know if he just wasn't sure what i was asking because it was a weird ask but either way he sent us a shuttle he sent us a shuttle the shuttle comes <laughs> we were rushed because the shuttle actually came earlier than 45 minutes? Yeah. I swear it was 25 minutes. We had, like, ordered food. The food wasn't ready. The cake. shuttle is here. Andy dropped Beth's cake on the ground. <laughs> so sorry, Beth. <laughs> I feel so bad. I bumped into her with my backpack and knocked her Black Forest cake onto the parking lot ground. Amazing. It's a sad moment. So we're like, all right, cool. We're on our way. Highways must be open. We're getting in the shuttle getting in the van with no ac (laughs) yeah um no ac unfortunately which was fine until we were in stopped traffic on the highway in the sun for two hours yeah so we were on the road for about 20 minutes so it turns out the yeah the highway was closed the highway was closed um our shuttle driver did not speak english but in my limited spanish he told me that he didn't tell me anything for a while until i finally asked is this normal? He said, no, it's a demonstration. Or there's a national event, he Yeah, said. national event. And then, like, oh, okay. And then later he tells me, like, okay. And I asked more questions eventually between, like, snoozing, sitting back up, being like, oh, no, we haven't moved. Um, so he then he said the national event from 6, 6 a.m. To, to 1 o'clock, and it's 1 o'clock now. They're going to open the highways again. And literally within five minutes, yeah. they open the highways again. But again, that was two hours later. So, um, 
yeah unfortunately not really something you can plan for i guess exactly just a weird thing to watch out for something (laughs) that would have been really unfortunate if we only had a couple hours to like get to the airport or something so definitely again don't ever book yourself that close you know um i think our shuttle cost us about 40 dollars a person which we felt bad because that man spent yeah a lot more time in the car than he had yeah, signed up for. Yeah, signed up for. And I asked... And then he ran away really fast and we, we couldn't, couldn't even him. tip him. Well, I asked at the at the hotel when we got there because they were like, oh, you'll give us the money for the driver. And I said, here's the money for the driver. Do I tip him? And he just said, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And by that point, Diego, I think was his name, he was already gone. So, um, yes. Um, other ways there are, so there are the shared shuttles which we of course didn't take because the man said no to us um, we had already looked at uh, like organizing a share shuttle on guatego.com that was something that I had seen um, but again we didn't end up doing that you could also take a chicken bus which are just a couple of dollars and those are like souped up school buses that are all painted with like chrome accents um, we had I had heard the way that they sounded when I was reading about them was that they were a lot more sketch, but they were like painted very nice and they yeah. have a lot of them have Wi Fi. Oh, um, but they again, just were like public buses, but yeah, strangely in an old school bus. Yeah, so they buy <laughs> the school buses from the US and like redo them. Um, so I guess it probably wouldn't be the most comfortable, but we were also on similar seats in our shared shuttle, but it was just the three of us, so we each had a whole bench to ourselves and we laid down and took some naps so yeah we finally got there we were staying at hotel sababa yes resort sababa resort which was beautiful so again lake atitlan is a is a collapsed crater it's a crater lake so it was a big old volcano it's ringed by these volcanoes the drive there for part of it part of it was again like you said so hot and then suddenly we get into the mountains. We have to like cross over this like oh, yeah. little mountain chain, and we're like going up this like big mountain road, like winding back and forth. With these and suddenly cool views, we were like cold, freezing, <laughs> yeah, and like kind of like foggy up in the mountain. You see the one like volcano, like off to the side. It was beautiful, and then you go down the the mountain and then into town. So that again should have been a four hour drive. It was six, yeah. Which is whatever. When we were looking on Guatego, it was saying that those were going to be six because they were going to go and stop in Antigua. So we didn't do it for that reason, but it really wasn't so bad. Um, so yes, we got to Sababa Resort. We kind of like balled out on this. This was our like really nice hotel. But like I said earlier, it was only $170 a night. And you're splitting that between the three of us. So it really wasn't bad. We got there pretty late in the day. So we did wander into town really briefly, I think. No, we didn't, we didn't even end that up first going. night. We just planned to. We got out of the taxi and it looked like a really sketchy road beyond the place. That's true. It wasn't. And then we like kind of just like ate dinner at our hotel and we're mm-hmm. like, tomorrow will be the day. Yeah. We... I got a hot chocolate with Bailey's because it was a little chilly. So like um, in in Flores, like I said earlier, didn't it cooled off at night, but not uncomfortably so. We were, I mean, we went swimming in the lake. We were still wearing shorts and stuff, I think, but in Lake Atitlan, we were chilly at night. Yeah. You need your flannel or your fleece at night here. Long pants. Pants. Um, yeah. So we had food there. We hung out with Gingy, mm, Gingy. The cat. She was beautiful. You got to see our Instagram 
for the pictures of this place is beautiful. Very a very Instagrammable sweetest hotel kitties place if you want to if you're into that and yeah, very, very sweet hotel kitties. We forgot to talk about the hotel kitty at Los Amigos. Oh, that's good kitty too. Beautiful orange tabby boy. He was living the life. So the next day we're on day five at this point. We wake up at Sababa Resort. And beautiful view. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. Again, check the Instagram. It's gorgeous. You can see just Volcanoes the mountains in the distance. Yes. Oh, it was so nice. Um, walk us through our breakfast spread, Erin. It was so good. I was skeptical of the buffet <laughs> breakfast at first because I was like, oh, like I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be bound to eating my breakfast at the same place for three days in a row. <laughs> But it ended up like coming with our, they added it onto our hotel bill. And then we were like, That's all true. right, I guess we'll just do it. But wow, it was amazing. They had fresh tortillas. They had like cheesy potatoes that tasted like mac and cheese. Mm. Like we ate so much for breakfast. We did. And then you could get like, you could get um, fried eggs. You could get eggs any type you want. Yeah, your you eggs were get an omelet. Yeah. yeah. They, they made the eggs for you and the rest was Lots buffet. of cheeses, pancakes, mm-hmm. like, just, wow. The little tiny pancakes with, like, the chocolate sauce. So good. It was so good. We were so excited to eat this meal this morning. We were, like, dancing at our table. Um, I came with coffee or, like, a latte or the iced hot cocoa oh, you were all about. the iced hot cocoa. Oh, wow. I need to start making those <laughs> once it's warm out. So good. I had iced uh, hibiscus tea, Jamaica. It was very good. So we were excited about that. And then we headed into town to do some just wandering around of the shops, which I'm realizing we really did a lot of. We did a lot of wandering through shops. A lot of wandering shops and indeed. That's like that's just what you do. Look take in the sights. Mm-hmm. Buy something once in a while. Uh-huh. Lots of handmade jewelry. Also, we're joking about all of the secondhand clothes. It looked like a lot of stuff that like backpackers just like left at hostels or like yeah, like had their laundry done. Went to go get up. laundry done, never picked it up, and then it ends up in like a secondhand shop. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. So after a little bit of wandering, we took a tuk tuk up to this lookout. Um, tuk tuks kind of similar to the ones in like Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, back of a back of a scooter. Yeah. They can fit two people comfortably, three people barely. The three of us fit We squeezed. We squeezed. It was tight. We like each other. Um, And we went up to El Mirador to overlook the lake, which I believe cost five quetzales to enter. Yeah, it was was five. Less than a dollar. It's like 75 cents, 80 cents or something. Okay. Looking back on that, not terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, "It, it cost two quetzales to use the bathroom, but that's. Like, oh, cents. but wait. <laughs> but it's just the fact that like, you had to have it and hand it yeah. to someone. But it was, it's whatever. Um, there was a cafe there. We were like, ooh, we'll go up to the cafe and order something. But it honestly didn't really look like a great cafe. No, but they had like the tiniest yes. baby kitten I'd ever seen. That's so true. it made up for it. Oh my gosh, that kitten. Yeah, that's fair. And also a really beautiful, amazing view of the lake <laughs> in the town. <laughs> More importantly, more importantly, they had a couple like great view. things like a humming, like a big painted hummingbird, and like a couple different spots for you to like stand and overlook the view. So that was cool. Um, and then, and then a Tuk Tuk was there to like take us back down a different Tuk Tuk. Our, our Tuk Tuk guy said we needed to walk, but another Tuk Tuk guy what was waiting there. Would have been a really people. long walk. 
was downhill, but <laughs> yeah, it would have been gonna be a little jarring on the knees. Yeah. Then we wanted smoothies, so we went to Forbidden Fruit. I think we did this next. We did it at some point. Yeah, because we didn't get anything from the cafe, so we were like, yes. let's go find a cafe. Yes. Um, we we asked if we could just have a plain smoothie and not a smoothie bowl, and she said, sure, you can order the smoothies without the toppings. And we assumed they'd come in a cup with a straw, but they still came in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. Um, I would order it with the toppings, knowing that. Um, yeah. Then we went to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Hang by the pool. Yes. The day there was a wedding. Everything was getting set up in the morning, so we kind of knew. But then we got there, and, like, all of the local Guatemalan people were arriving in their local traditional Mayan clothing. Yeah, the colorful skirts. The skirts with the mismatched shirts, but it works. It was just just different, like, bright gold patterns. Totally different patterns on the top and bottom, but separated by, like, a thick belt. Just, it works. Yeah, the 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 bride as well was dressed like that, but then had like a white veil. Yeah, so it was interesting. It was like a two hour long it was ceremony. Really a long ceremony. And there was just all these like us in our bathing suits, <laughs> and, like some backpackers, children screaming at the pool. <laughs> yeah, just like people chilling at the pool. Most people had like pulled up a chair and were looking down on this wedding. Um, that was very interesting. Congratulations to the happy couple. <laughs> That was not the... I saw two weddings. I witnessed two weddings in Guatemala. Oh. Be a happy place. I saw another one later. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We went to dinner at Pita Sabij. Is that how you would say that? I have no idea. I think so. S-A-B-I-J. You should look it up because it was amazing. I actually... Super I took amazing a, and flavorful. It was so good. I took a picture of how thick the pita bread was because <laughs> it was the thickest, most fluffiest, most amazing, like pita bread I'd ever I had. think we had just gotten like a sampler platter kind of thing yeah and it was amazing but and everything was like cooked everything that we ate was cooked but we all got really bad stomach issues after that and I don't know if it was just the change in location no, the was, smoothies or was that dinner <laughs> no I think it was I think it was the swimming in the lake or that because we already had the issues when we arrived at this dinner but we just were all in a little bit of pain at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely bring Pepto Bismol. Oh, a lot. We were like passing. Then you could find it at a chugging it in the street. Yeah, you could find yeah. it at the pharmacies, but yeah, it didn't stop us from enjoying our meals. But we did have a little bit of like, ugh, oof. We were, I remember us all trying to get through this one. Like we want to eat more, but we're having issues. Yeah, that it was, was so delicious. That was a painful meal for me. It was the same. <laughs> it was painful. But, like, I still look back on it with fond memories because it was that good. Oh, I agree, absolutely. We <laughs> did get up to use the restroom a couple times during the meal. <laughs> it, was, it was that kind of, that kind of tummy issues. I think it was swimming in the lake, which we knew better, but we did anyway. Yeah. We were fine. Just a little tummy ache, you know. You could pick it up anywhere. Um, we... Went to check out Los Thermales next, and we knew that you had to ask the people to fill up these hot tub pools, and that it would take a little bit of time, but... They're hot springs. They're advertised as hot springs, but they're not actually a real hot spring. Yeah, they're like thermal pools. There are some in the area. Some, yeah. Panahachel? Uh, maybe? Next to, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Next to Panahachel. Um... So it would have been probably better if we went to Los Thermales, asked them to fill them up for us, ate dinner somewhere nearby, and then could go soak. But Los Thermales was like off 
on the other side of town, which was honestly probably only like a 15 minute walk. It was a really cool walk too. Yeah, it was nice. Like cool hidden streets. Yes. But in the dark, it seemed like there wasn't much going on there. So during the day, we we should have returned to see what it was like. There was a whole side of town we didn't really go to. We didn't have a lot of time though. Um, And Sababa Resort is on like the one side of town. So we kind of, I guess we kind of stuck to that side of town. But yes, would suggest checking it out. But again, they really do take, we thought it would take like a half hour. She told us to come back in like 45 minutes or an hour or something. But she did say that we could schedule to use them the next day. And we would have done that if we were had more time and could be around. Yeah. But we were going to go explore the next day. So I would do that, like show up and maybe schedule time for later in the day or the next day that you want to use the thermal pools. We went out to Sublime. Yeah, really cool bar that we had passed earlier in the day. And they had a sign out front saying that it was going to be open mic night that night, which we mm-hmm. all were like, hell yeah, hell yeah. that's the place. <laughs> we <laughs> like open mic. This is it. And what was even cooler is that their open mic night was with a live band. An actual band. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually really good. Awesome. They were so good. Their name was The Leaving Tomorrows. Because <laughs> everyone they meet says they're leaving tomorrow. The sad life. They're living in a vacation town. Um, yeah, so like... I don't know. It was just like really good, really good vibe at the bar, which I said it annoying on purpose, but it really was <laughs> like we went to the bar and we met people like immediately. We like immediately went up to the bar, I guess our second drink. We went down, sat at a table alone for like 10 minutes and we're like, mm, let's go talk to people and went up to the bar and immediately met people that we then talked to for the next like hour and a half. Like suddenly the band was playing their last song. We're like, ah, oh, let's go dance. And then when the band got done playing, they joined in on us, like who we were talking to, and we all like were sitting in a big circle, just chatting and hanging out, until the tummy problems came. <laughs> abrupt, abrupt exit. Abrupt leaving. For sitting problems. there, and suddenly was we need to leave now. Like oh okay, let me say goodbye to people real quick. Okay, I'll meet you outside. So I'm like saying goodbye. Then we saw some really cool street dogs though. Yes, yes. So we we left. Pretty they took over the town at night. And the street dogs were there to greet us and lead us home. And um, we'll circle back to our abrupt exit. I guess probably right now. <laughs> we woke up in the morning. And at one point, I think this was the day Beth locked herself out of the room. But then at some point we were all back in the room. And so don't don't leave your room without the key, friends. She was like going to get water, I think. I think that's the day. Maybe you slept through all that. Uh, I woke up to a text that was like 7 o'clock. I was like, hey, like, oh, yeah, I, I slept out of the great room. that night. Finally. That's good. Good. <laughs> you deserved it. Well, at some point, we're all back in the room, and Aaron's in the shower. And what did you realize from in the shower? Hmm? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had been like, oh, yeah, you want a bar tab? No, we don't need your card. And then had a few drinks and <laughs> forgot to pay our well, it was the abrupt bar leaving. tab when we abruptly left. The stomach, <laughs> the stomach issues came back. And members needed to leave. And we, I was like, oh, okay. And I realized, like, wait, I might have taken too long to say goodbye. Where, where'd you guys go? Like, I didn't see you guys standing outside the bar because you were down the street talking to the street dog. So mm-hmm. I also, like, ran out of, you know, ran out of there to be like, where is everyone? Um, and we forgot to pay our tab. So later that day, when, once we got dressed and going, we wandered back into the bar. And, and the same bartender from last night was there. And she was like, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, thank goodness. I'm so grateful that you guys came back. We were like, we're so we're like, sorry. Oh my gosh, we're, we're so guilty. So, 
so sorry. But also, come on. Well, she was like, I don't Let's care. Let's put I'm a just... card on tab. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. You just pay at the end. So don't do that. I yeah. guess other, I guess Guatemalan people are more trustworthy with their bar tabs. Yeah, she I'm was, sure if it was in America, back. the amount of cards that get left behind. Oh my like, gosh, I bet. No bar tabs be paid. Yeah. So, oops. But we paid our tab and nobody was upset with us. And, and we went back the next night. We did, yes. Um, let's see. We hung out by our pool for a little bit. Even, like, in the morning, it was before noon, but the sun was very strong. But, like, not uncomfortable. But you could you could lay out by the pool at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. That would, the that, I would say that was, like, the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Right around breakfast for a couple, yeah. few hours and then go explore. Yeah, that's what we did. So we wanted to see some of the other towns on the lake. They all kind of have their own thing, uh, their own vibe, their own like thing they're known for. Theme. Theme. So the one we were staying in, San Pedro, was like the backpacker town where the backpackers generally stay. Um, so you're likely to meet a lot of travelers there. Things are like kind of geared towards tourists. But not tourists, but backpacker tourists. And so then we went next door next door the next town over was san juan so we took a tuk-tuk over to san juan which is the town that is known for handicrafts and lots of women that do weaving um and like this art street so like the two main i think attractions there that we saw at least that we saw there might have been more but we Mm -hmm. saw we came across one street that had all colorful sombreros Mm -hmm. calle de los sombrero and um we also found another street that had um umbrella street the umbrellas that's what it was but then there was also the the one that leads up to the dock yeah was that the same one as the umbrella that's like so it's labeled as two streets calle de las artes and calle de las sombrillas okay so it's like umbrella street and art street but they are kind of the same street i think yeah um same deal yeah so that street had more of the shops and stuff on it umbrella the umbrella street yeah the sombrero street had that one co-op though that was really mm-hmm. nice um so the chemo association it says over the door it says association chemo yeah and i bought a lot letters, of K-E-M-O. scarves there because they we, we found the best prices there too yes i wanted to buy a dress there but they didn't have the, like the color and cut i wanted so Lots i got a dress variety. elsewhere I bought pants there. Those pants are so cool. I didn't really see many of them anywhere else. I'm excited to wear yeah. them. So the 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 um, Guatemalan weaving, it's I assume it's cotton. I think it's cotton. It's very soft, um, and they have these looms that like go around their back, and they like hand weave. There's a couple patterns you'll see. One of them's kind of like chevron, like the zigzag. Yeah. Um, one of them's kind of uh, some of them are like vertical stripes. And they dye all of their... Everything from start to finish. Yeah. Everything's handmade and natural. And yeah, they dye all of the, the the yarn with natural plants and stuff. So they had that like set up. They had, in a lot of the stores, they had these like demo setups yeah. that they must do. They do the classes time. and things. Yes. To teach it. I would love to do that if we had Didn't more have time. time for that one. But I wish we did. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yes. So wandering up and down the street... The Umbrella Street, so many shops to go in. We actually did one pass through, and then we went to get lunch. Mm-hmm. And 
then came back. We got lunch at Restaurante Casa Don Cristobal. It was kind of off the path. Like, you got to go back up in the kind of out of your way. Yeah. And then we had already gone down to the water, so we had to go all the way back up the yeah. mountain. We zigzagged. <laughs> it was uphill so, to go back. You can probably plan that out better than we did. Yeah, but just go downhill and not go back up. <laughs> yeah, go downhill and then take the boat out. Okay. Yeah, that would have been better. But the restaurant had a beautiful view of the lake. Yeah, that was a great find by Beth. Yes, nice job, Beth. Um, food was good, and it looked at, like, the one big mountain at the end of the lake, which is where the Indian Nose hike is. I think that was that's where that would have been on that big mountain that we were overlooking. Um, yes, it was beautiful. Um I haven't mentioned this yet, but meals took a long time. Yeah. Yes. Very time consuming to eat at a sit down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like they want you to stay there forever, I think, because they never come back to give you a oh, check. Yeah. You got to so. ask for the check. Even if they take your stuff and you say you're all finished, you got to ask for the check. Um, and like like an hour and a half per meal or like more. At least. Yeah. I feel like we're sitting there for two hours Even sometimes. if you're trying to do like a quick breakfast, it's yeah. like very long. Even like the one restaurant like later that we were in where there was like a wait. They were just letting us sit and stay at our table while people were waiting outside to be seated. That was surprising. They yeah. weren't like turning us over. So if yeah. you are trying to do something quick, I would suggest street food. We I ate some on the very last day. We did a lot of restaurants. We just found so many good places with good ratings. But street food would be a lot quicker. So then we went and we bought our stuff. We finally headed out. We went over to San Marcos, which is the hippie, the, the yogi town. Um, it's like a yogi, hippie town. Um, but like really yogi like the the most extreme yogi people <laughs> yeah. that you've ever yeah. met in your life all yes. it's their mecca yes <laughs> so if you're into that that would be the place for you if you are a casual yogi a casual yoga dapple dabbler dappler called yeah maybe you just go over and take a yoga class for the day yeah the exotic (laughs) dance place that they talked about sounded like that'd be fun but yes we um the people of san pedro were like yeah san pedro is a cool place to be san marcos the 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 people that go there are a lot (laughs) um but there were some beautiful like there were markets that were pretty pretty i think stuff was cheaper in san juan um we didn't see a lot going on there we just went and like did a lap got followed around by the same dog the whole way no we followed the dog oh the dog the dog led us through a dog led us on the path to walk around that town and then it led us to a beach where it went to the bathroom and then we left (laughs) we left the last lancha leaves at seven o'clock um they said there were private boats after i don't know how that would work or what that would cost but we were like we'll just head back it was like 6 or 6 30 we'll head back now we went to tlv tapas bar for dinner mm-hmm. which was like an israeli place but they had like a special every day and this day was sushi which right. beth, i think beth said it was good beth got sushi yeah i don't remember what i ate there you accidentally <gasps> only oh, ate fried mushrooms <laughs> yeah that was bad they didn't give me my dinner <laughs> 
yeah. felt so sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I ordered, tried to order ravioli and they gave order. me a whole plate of fried mushrooms. <laughs> we ordered both. <laughs> it just mess it up. But when you order two things, they only take the second one. This happened to Aaron. That comes out times. of your mouth because they think you're switching your order. So don't order two meals. I guess I did that way too many <laughs> times. You did order two meals a lot. But it, one was an appetizer for to everyone. The table. Okay. Yeah. So I guess just be more careful to be like, we want this and this. So Aaron tried to just eat stuffed mushrooms and got a tummy ache and actually... They were full of cheese and yeah. cheese sauce. <laughs> Aaron decided to sit that evening out. So yeah. we um, walked her home and then Beth and I went out. And so for all the hype about this being a party town... I didn't really see a lot of partying going down. Maybe because it was during the week. Maybe on the weekend it would be different. I think this was a Thursday at this point, maybe. Um, yeah. But we, like, was. tried... Two of the places that I saw a lot of people talk about, I don't think were open anymore. And then another place that I saw come up a lot was Allegre Pub. And we went there, Beth and I, and there was, like, a handful of, like, local men sitting at the bar watching a sport. And then we went up to the next level, and there was, like, two groups of friends sitting at tables. And so we left. It just was, like, meh, not our scene. Seems like more the place to hang is, like, the hostels that have bars. Yeah, but even, like, we walked by some of those, and we're like, it sounds quiet. It doesn't really sound like there's anyone there. So we didn't go up and explore. Um, Again, we were staying in, like, a resort. And and Sababa had a hostel room, but there wasn't really, like... There was a restaurant, but I don't know. People didn't seem to be hanging out there. No. So maybe if we had been in the hostel, like Sublime, I think, owned a hostel across the street from the bar. And mm-hmm. more people were staying there. And maybe we would have learned more things if we were in a real hostel. But we didn't find anywhere nearby to hang out except for Sublime again. So we went back there. But this night was um, like a DJ. It was like ladies' night. And it was not, not really our vibe. But... People were more, like, sitting around and, like, kind of in groups. People weren't really, like, hanging out at the bar talking until the music stopped. And then, um, I feel like then more people showed up. Some of the guys from the band the night before showed up. We talked to them for a while. Um, and ended up heading home from there. Drinks were cheaper for ladies, but... And we, we started a bar tab that night. Or no, we didn't start a tab. We actually paid for our drinks as we went, so we didn't mess up Maybe the tab. Maybe they just didn't want to let you start a tab that <laughs> night. It was different bartenders. Um, yes. So, yeah, we went back there. That was kind of the only, like, happening place, really. But, again, like, I, I read about this being more of a party place, so I'm not going to say, like, there was nothing going on. But some people, I asked someone, I was like, is it normally busier than this and someone was like "Mm, maybe a lot of the backpackers are elsewhere right now because it's carnival and a lot of other Mm. places in central america are more okay so maybe yeah maybe people were just going elsewhere maybe something was going on we didn't know about i don't know but that was that was i do feel like south america though is a lot calmer of a party place than well like this place closed they did like, last call at like 12 backpacker southeast asia would go till oh, yeah. 4 a.m like that's true but also, on the beach and this i feel like is like tense for people who are kind of established and a little bit old. older and not looking to be out till 4 a.m maybe 30, 30 i don't know backpackers. maybe that's just me looking, seeing that 
Could be. Because I'm at that age, so I'm seeing. <laughs> Maybe. That could be it. Um, I feel like I had another also a possibility. Oh, I also am just curious if, like, COVID changed things. Maybe. Like, even at home, bars don't stay open near as late as they used to in Rochester. I feel like a lot of places are closing at, like, midnight or 1230 now, and I'm wondering oh. if that's just caught on in a lot of places. I don't know. But places, like, this place last call was 12 o'clock. We're like, oh, okay. Guess we're going home. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was our last night in Lake Atitlan. The next day, we took a lancha over to Panahachel. And we, I think that cost like 25 quetzales a person. And it was a beautiful boat ride. When we got over to the other side of the lake, the water was really beautiful on it's that cold. side. Definitely bring a jacket for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yes. Where we were on a lake, um, it was kind of like muddy looking a little bit. And there were definitely a lot of ladies like doing laundry and like oh yeah bathing themselves bathing. i saw a lot of topless ladies like the other side of the lake themselves. was a lot more natural not a lot of human activity <laughs> yeah there were like these beautiful like lake houses and places you could rent in like smaller towns over there and it was just beautiful deep blue water it looked very inviting for a dip so that would have been cool to spend some time over there um <clears throat> so as soon as we as soon as we got off the boat, we popped into like a travel little travel agent little stand that was right there that did shuttles to Antigua because that was our next stop. So we booked a shuttle. We don't recall how much it was. Maybe 200 Q a person. Is that what you were thinking? That's what it's, yeah, I think that's what it was. Something like that, which again is what was um, the math in my head. I cannot do less than 30 bucks to get to Antigua. And we had a couple hours to kill, so we were able to leave our bags there. We went and got lunch. We just kind of picked a place. Um, well, Beth picked it. Good reviews. El Bamboo. They were literally every restaurant on the main strip there was exactly the same. And, like you look at the menu for yeah. any restaurant, and they're all it's like the, it's like one big chain, but there's like fifty of them. I don't know if that was the main strip. That was like I don't along know where the water, we were, but I don't know either. We had wandered. We were along the water. We only had like a couple hours there, so yeah, we were just we like tried right. to navigate our way to what looked like being like the main areas to walk around. Yeah, we would have liked to spend more time in Pana if we could, but we couldn't. So. We did what we yeah. we saw what we could. We we got lunch first because we knew it'd take a while. <laughs> yeah, and then we wandered into like the center of town to the handicraft market. So if you like search handicraft market, that'll come up on the map. It's on Calle Calle Santander, and that was a really cute little. It was very quiet. Yeah, there that was a lot of the people. highlight for me of Panahachal. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. It was really cool. I bought a fanny pack. What'd you buy? You bought a lot of things. I bought a lot of hand towels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty. Um, the ones that, like, the tortillas always came wrapped in. Yeah. They're pretty. Those are beautiful. Decorated towels. Um, we got some gelato, which was okay. Mine was fine. Yours was sorbet. Yeah, we just got it so we could use the bathroom for free. That's true. But <laughs> it was the first time I had ice cream in a while. Um, and then we got in our shuttle to go back to Antigua. And it was a shared shuttle, but there was only one other person there. <laughs> JMLF. <laughs> It was a trip. JMLF was full of stories. He uh, had just spent a month in San Marcos. The hippie town. The, the yogi intense, town. Intense yogi town. 
What we learned everything we needed to know about San Marcos that we ever would have needed to know if we ever <laughs> wanted to go there. What sort of what sort of experiences did Jamal um, have? He told us about all of the workshops he had done. Um, sounded like nothing I'd really be that interested in, um, <laughs> unless <laughs> I don't know. But he told us about all of the workshops he had done. Learned a lot about and they were not just yoga. <laughs> there were a lot of touchy things. <laughs> and like, I don't know. So he talked all about learning all about tantric sex and all these people that were teaching him all these things about that. And these like touch workshops and um, I'm blanking on the word. Mm, not relationship workshops. Mm, intimacy, intimacy workshops. Intimacy workshops. And um, ecstatic dance. I think that one would be cool. At one uh, point, he was talking about doing ecstatic dance, and then his heart exploded. Yeah. And the person next to him turned to him and said, I felt that. So, <laughs> it sounds like people on another vibration level, which, again, very cool if that's your thing. It was just entertaining that this man got on this bus with this literally how long it was a three hour 45 minute bus ride and he had at least three hours of story he went on and on about it so there was just a lot of experiences he had that he was able to share and if you're into that then head to san marcos um yeah it sounded like a very transformative experience for him and we learned a lot by association Mm -hmm. i think i had learned things i had never even knew existed (laughs) yes indeed the unmarriage workshop oh yeah idea. that was something i didn't know existed <laughs> not workshop um ceremony, oh, yeah, ceremony with all of your friends yes the unmarriage ceremony indeed yes he had some some deep probing questions for us as well mm-hmm. <laughs> no naps were had on this ride really needed a nap i was okay without a nap but the worst part was that he was sitting towards the back so beth and i were like turned around looking at him and both realized we were getting like really car sick at some point but didn't want to be rude and like turn around so we just kind of like are turned facing the front and being like, hey, just so you know, we're just car sick. We're not we're trying listening. to ignore you. I'm so sorry. It felt really we? rude. I was listening. <laughs> I felt very rude turning my back on a person telling me about opening his heart okay, to forgiveness. <laughs> um, it was it was um, an interesting ride. We got to Antigua. We booked rooms in a six-bed dorm, so Beth was staying in Antigua a little longer than us because Beth is not a teacher, and so Beth was not bound by the uh, dates of February break, so she didn't need to take an expensive flight home on the weekend like we did. She flew home on Tuesday for a few hundred dollars less than what we paid, and so she was staying in Antigua in this hostel. We actually were supposed to fly out on this day, but we changed our flights a couple weeks before we left so that we were staying an extra day so we joined beth in this hostel for one night so we had rooms in a six bed dorm uh nope beds in a six bed dorm room for 15 dollars each it was really nice Mm -hmm. really nice little cubby beds um like huge locker obviously bring your own lock when you go to stay in a hostel um when you can lock your stuff in a locker with like a regular padlock Again, another like really pretty courtyard patio area with lots of plants. Yeah, they had like um, an upstairs area with like a fridge, and you could yeah. store your food if you were staying there longer. Yeah. 
than not going out for every meal like we did yes they had a little kitchen with a water filter i didn't mention this but again we don't we're in central america we don't drink the tap water Mm -hmm. unless it's filtered so they they had a a, like reverse osmosis filter up there so i travel with a um life straw bottle so that i can drink the water if i want to but sometimes it just still doesn't taste great so sometimes i do resort to buying big bottles of water Um, but that's an option for you a life straw most of the places we went though had big jugs of water that you could refill yes a water bottle with that as well yeah they had the big um garafones the big like five gallon yeah jugs um we went to dinner at como como which had a beautiful courtyard Mm, that Um, place was good it was good it was very like we're so we're in antigua now antigua is a colonial town and so it's got all of the it looks it's kind of like flores was like um beautiful colorful buildings and antigua is a unesco world heritage site so it you can't build higher than two stories so all of the um buildings are like old and like nothing new can really be built so all the facades are original or at least being maintained as the original and they don't have like big ugly signs out front on the buildings it's just like yeah old antique you know names of names of restaurants (laughs) <laughs> names of businesses and yes. like the storefront numbers and stuff are all very classy looking yes indeed so yeah it's really pretty um we went to a couple bars but we didn't stay out too long we met up with jmlf and one of his friends <laughs> but just didn't stay out too long and then headed back um jmlf's friend was nice yeah. i don't recall his name well he wasn't a friend he was just a guy he ran into there at the <laughs> hospital and he came out with us we had one more day after that and we had an amazing breakfast that morning at El Nativo. The final breakfast. The final breakfast. This is I have been dreaming about this bread. I had like Aww. toast. I had like toast with like beet hummus and like avocado and egg on it. It was so pretty because beets are the most beautiful color. And it was beautiful. It was the best like sourdough bread I have had maybe in my life. And a lot of times like mm-hmm. home bread gives me a tummy ache and this gave me no tummy ache. And I've just been dreaming about it. It was in a, like this plaza. So there's a lot of these. Um, really cute. And a lot of colonial towns I've yeah. noticed. Not that I've been to many, but I'm noticing that they have these where like you look like you're walking into like one restaurant, but you're actually walking into this like courtyard plaza. In- indoor, outdoor plaza yeah and then like there's all these restaurants around the like center of the plaza so this one was like all these restaurants and you walk back into the corner past the tattoo shop and then there's el nativo in the corner there's like a little vintage store across from it um it was so good highly recommend that was recommended to us from heather who we met in sublime the first night mm-hmm. we're talking to heather and rocky I didn't know that. yeah i think heather was the one that said to go to el nativo so thank you heather <laughs> best breakfast well yeah honestly might have been the best we wandered the town today so Aaron and I did not have any plans of things we wanted to do in Antigua because we didn't know we were going to be in Antigua so we just kind of tagged along with Beth and Beth had plans for stuff she was going to do on her own so together we just kind of wandered and went to more markets so we went down to so on the map where it says artisan market, you go like indoors for that. And there's this really pretty fountain in the center, super colorful. It was really enjoyable. Across the street from there, there was more of like locals markets where they were selling things like 
underwear and shoes and yeah that other local was stuff. like stuff you probably wouldn't really want but yeah. well you show up and then like you get tricked and you think you're at the market but then you keep walking and you're like oh there's a whole market and it's like more indoors yeah there's all these people that had shops just but all the shops were the outside yeah lining up to the market I, that's, that's not the actual market we I didn't know that. that yeah <laughs> so we're like oh is this it and then we're like wait no this is it i bought really beautiful i went back out because like oh i won't buy anything now that we see that the market's in there i'm gonna buy stuff inside the market but actually i bought my two favorite necklaces ever at one of the ladies it was outside the market mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were beautiful um so then we so we wandered around from here we went to go see the santa catalina arch of course that big yellow arch where when you're standing on the north side of it looking south you could see fuego volcano like framed through it that is beautiful you got to go there to get a photo um if you don't want any people in your photo go in the morning beth had said she was going to go back early in the morning but i don't know if she ever did I i didn't see pictures so i'm not sure if she did but if you want no other people in your photos you'd have to go early um, and then we went to a rooftop bar on Lava Terrace just to have a place to go have a seat in the shade. And We didn't spend another night there, but I think that would have been a really cool place to go like, in the evening for drinks because it had uh-huh. a couple different bars, it seemed. Yeah. like down- It was another like one of those hidden plaza. Mm-hmm. You walk inside and you're like, oh, this is just a restaurant. And then it's like a whole plaza with different restaurants. Agreed. So that would be a really cool place to probably go in the evening for drinks. But yeah. we went in the afternoon and it was still pretty. Had a lot of people there. Yeah, it was cool. And I think Beth did say she went back there one of the oh. nights. But um, she was just messaging us like a little bit as her night went on. And I don't remember asking her about it later. Mm, I think we did more wandering because you wanted to buy beaded lizards. Mm-hmm. The nephews. They need them. Yes. Did they like them? Did you give them to them yet? <laughs> they loved them. Oh, yes. I'm very glad. So we hit some more shops. At some point, we, yeah, just kind of wandered around for the day. We went back to Santa Catalina Arch because Beth had picked out a restaurant that was over there. While you guys, while you were in a market that was there, I had wandered over to this big yellow church. It's called Iglesia de la Merced. And it is like I said, a big, beautiful yellow church. It was gorgeous. And I found that this is where all the street food is. So there was all these little carts with little green umbrellas set up in front of the church. And there was a wedding that had just let out at the church. So there's a bride and groom like taking pictures over here on this beautiful pink wall. And I had gone and ate street food. You guys went to the restaurant. And the street food was amazing. Highly recommend. For like 10Q, you could get a tostada. You could get... um elotes those are also i think 10 10 quetzales and i also got the most amazing churros they had two oh, types of churros those were so good yeah like they had the regular kind that you're mm. used to seeing but then they also had these other much like fatter more like folded over flakier yeah. kind i was like what are these just churros and what are these also churros mm-hmm. in they spanish they were so good mm. it was amazing i brought them over to the restaurant where you guys were eating our restaurant was still really good too though we yeah. ate at a place we really wanted tacos that night there were fish tacos right well we got birria and fish tacos the birria was so good and then obviously guacamole because we have that with every meal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that restaurant was really good it was restaurante fritas i had a couple bites when i met up with you guys and i 
can second that. It was delicious, yeah. even when it was probably an hour old and cold. It was still yeah. very good. And that was kind of the that was the end of our journey. We yeah. had set up a shuttle. The guy, the shuttle guy that took us from Pana to Antigua, had said like, "Oh, I have a shuttle company. If you need to go anywhere else, we're like, actually, we need to go to the airport tomorrow. So we just booked it with him, and we didn't have to think about we didn't it. Didn't want to worry about it. Yeah, and we think that maybe it cost us twenty Q each. Two thirty dollars. Or sorry, yeah, two hundred each, which would have been thirty dollars. So yeah, that's fine. That's not bad. We again, we probably could have taken a chicken bus for three dollars, yeah. but then you would have had to navigate that. Um, so. We did not. We do not regret that decision. And then we headed home. Not before getting a... Uh, oh. What was it called? I'm blanking. Papa, pa- pupusa. Papusa. Yes, we had not had a papusa until this point. So we did order one and we ate it at the airport. And it was tasty. Oh, randomly about the airport. I was going to mention earlier, when we were flying domestically... They were like, oh, do you guys want anything from the cafe? Because there's nothing, there's nothing on the other oh, side of right. the TSA. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, can we bring the food? Can we bring it through? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And like, Beth yeah. literally walk through TSA we with like a cup of coffee. We bring our water bottles. Yeah. Like, yeah. If that we was, bought them there. Yeah. So. For, the, for the domestic flight, not for the international flight. But again, the international flight, even the TSA was way more lax than Canada and Air Canada. Yeah. They got us. Okay, so for some wrap-up questions, Ari. In summary, who would you recommend a trip to Guatemala to? People that like what? Or who Who do you think would enjoy? Um, like I said in the beginning, it has everything you could want. <laughs> we didn't go to the beach. Like, we didn't go to the coast or the beaches, so yeah. I can't speak for that. We met friends, though. We saw Rocky's pictures. Yeah, I so think good. it would make a great beach vacation, if you were someone who kind of just wanted to relax or like if you had a family, it's really not that hard to get around. Yeah. Um, surfing on the Pacific coast too. Yeah. Or I would recommend it to young people that don't have a lot of money to travel. So you can do it really cheaply if you wanted to. We kind of didn't like try our best to be the most frugal because we didn't have to be. We were just suddenly like, we're buying all these souvenirs. Yeah, so Handmade. people who are looking yeah. for a cheap trip, yep. people who are looking for, to see a variety of things in one place, yep. um, because it's not a huge country, and all of that stuff is in a pretty small area, so yeah. you can get around well, semi-quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like our trip was that rushed, even though we had three destinations. Yeah, It would have been nicer to have, like, one day more in each of the destinations yes but i think that's really all i would have wanted i would have except for antigua i probably would have wanted more time in antigua because of um the acatenango hike yes that's my next question is um would you go back or do you feel satisfied with what you saw and i personally would like to go back to learn spanish it's a really cheap place to take spanish lessons and then practice in real life but our spanish is limited and we did totally fine. Yeah. Um, and the towns that we went to were all tourist places. We would have liked to... My last question is what would you do differently? So you would like to hike Akatenango. Me too. Yeah. Everyone we talked to that hiked Akatenango said it was like the most yeah. beautiful 
life-changing thing yeah. they had ever seen. Yes. And from the videos that they had showed us, it looked like yeah. totally unreal. Definitely would love that. I you agree can, that I... Like when you, when you hike it, you're watching just fire bursts lava bursts out of fuego yeah, yeah out of volcano. fuego all night so from the top of a mountain you're watching a volcano Love one volcano yeah and looking to the next yes i agree with that i agree that i would have liked one more day in our each destination but we also talked about wanting wishing we had more time to go to the chichi castanango market although yes. we did a lot of markets but that's the biggest. And what's the park that we didn't go to? Simuk Champagne. Yeah, Simuk Champagne. We would have liked to go to Simuk Champagne. Also, when we were like in Flores. And I would have liked to go to the beach. So I would have liked to go to the beach. <laughs> I would have liked to have another day or two in Flores because Justin and William were like, we'll take you to some waterfalls. We're going to this really cool lake. Yeah. And all of that looks so beautiful. I wish we could have joined them for that. It's really, just really, really you could just keep anything. extending it. It's true. The, more, the longer you stay, the more you find out about, and the longer you want to stay. That's, I feel like that's true for anywhere, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that two or three weeks would be really nice. I, I might like to go back and spend a couple weeks learning Spanish. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. And the weather is nice. On the flight out, we flew out in the middle of the night, and I looked out the window for one of the brief moments that I was awake and saw all these tiny little islands all lit up, and looked on the map to see where we were, and we were flying over like it seemed like Belize. So yes. that's next on the list. That they looked little... like the most magical little lit up islands that I, yes. hundreds of them. Like... I've been to some of them, so we'll do a I'll do a podcast episode about my time in Belize as well. All right, Ari, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We had a lot to say about Guatemala, and you'll be back. <laughs> We've got more trips we're planning. Say something. <laughs> yes, I look forward to it. <laughs> I didn't know what to say in the end. Before we go, there are two things I realized that we didn't discuss that I just wanted to mention before I go. Um, the first being that I realized we did not mention the name of the hostel we stayed in in Antigua. It was Somos Hostel. And again, beds were $15 a night for the dorm, and I would recommend it. It was comfortable. It was really cute. I wish that I had spent more time there. Beth was there for a couple more days, um, and she enjoyed her time. So we would recommend. Second, after Aaron and I signed off, we realized that we did not mention safety in Guatemala and how we felt as three women traveling and that was something that when I was listening to podcasts I was trying to get a feel for because coming from the U.S. Guatemala is a level three reconsidered travel country right now um, but I'm still you know that juxtaposition of still seeing all these people going there as tourists and traveling and seeming to have a great time and if you dig into the travel.state.gov warning it does say that that travel warning does not really apply to the tourist areas which are the places we went to so Antigua, Flores, Tikal, Lake Atitlan, a couple other places on the list that are known to be safe for tourists and I can't speak about any other places because I did not travel to other places but we did meet people who seemed like they were traveling all over and they had not mentioned feeling unsafe we can only speak to the places that we went to. We did not feel unsafe at any point. Three women, we would walk 
you know, from the bar to our hotel at night together. Beth stayed in Antigua solo for a couple of days, and she said that she was surprised how safe she felt even at night. Um, she said sometimes she'd walk down the street, and if a man was walking towards her alone, he would actually cross the street. So that was respectful of them. So, of course, follow, you know, all the same protocol that you would anywhere for safety. Enroll in the STEP Smart Travel Enrollment Program through the U.S. Embassy, if you're obviously a U.S. citizen. I do that when I travel out of the country, just so that you would get updates if something were to go on. Um, the only time I did get an update was when I was traveling during COVID, and they changed the like COVID level of that country. So I did get an update to my phone. And of course, when we heard that there were demonstrations going on, like I checked the the embassy website to see if there was anything posted. Um, currently, right now on travel.state.gov, there are warnings about elections coming up and so there are some demonstrations planned so make sure you stay up to date on that information make sure you get a feel for the area talk to locals you know ask the people at your hotel if it would be safe for you know you and your friends to walk alone and see what they think but we very much felt okay we met a lot of other travelers we were you know staying in travel areas so we had that feeling of safety and we would absolutely recommend this trip for listening today. We really hope you found this enjoyable. For photos and videos from this trip or to contact me if you'd like, you can check me out on Instagram at andyaboutandabroad. That's A-N-D-Y about and abroad. Feedback is welcome and we'd love for you to leave us a review if you have the time. Thanks again!